Welcome to the Way Too Tired podcast, episode four. It's all I got. And we back. And we back. And we back. Episode four. Episode and, four. And uh, uh, the fourth episode of the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the Way Too Tired podcast. Uh, the Way Too Tired podcast. Welcome to the Way Too Tired something. The PS5 nuclear fallout podcast where we're at ground zero for PS5. I loved the PS5. I mean, well... Should we just <laughs> should we start talking about it? Because we're, like, that's we're rushing thing. into it. We're rushing. Okay. Into all it. right. No. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. I I just want to I just want to I need some conformity. What are you playing this week? Then we'll get into it. Well, you mentioned that we were rushing into it. Did I tell you that I took a a a, a Russian class in college? But it was just way too fast paced for me, man. God, I I accidentally deleted the drum one. The the what? drum sound effect. Brutes. Anyway, uh, what am I playing this week? Yeah, what's up? Uh, well, so it's funny. On Sunday, last Sunday on stream, I pretty much just I said, "Chat, go on Steam and find as many free games or under five dollar games as you can find, and I'll just play them." Right. Like, I don't care. I'll just download them and I'll play them. And there was this one game that we found. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't write it down. I I have like a thousand games in my Steam library. No. I wonder if it'll show up on this. It was incredible. Dang it. You were basically, you, you, um, you worked like a television studio television studio game let's see what it's called let's see what it's oh here it is not for broadcast the game is called not for broadcast and basically like you run a television studio and you have to queue up like commercials and when people cuss you gotta them out and you gotta like you gotta do all sort like you have to you have to pan cameras and you have this you have this um like board that you sit behind and you have to pan the camera left and you watch your ratings go up and down and your viewer can it's incredible so much fun it's based i think it's based in like the early 80s um but man i had so much fun with that i will definitely it's called not for broadcast dystopian propaganda simulator that's what it's called <laughs> Take a look at Not For Broadcast, a narrative-driven propaganda sim set in control room with TV studio in the 1980s dystopia. The game is headed to PC in 2020. There's a free demo of it on Steam. I loved it. How about you? Uh, man, um, so this week I have uh, spent a lot of time playing Pokemon. Uh, the new DLC is coming out on Wednesday, and I've been, well, really, I've been binging, like, everything around Pokemon, like definitely binging like YouTube. Like I've, I fall victim to those YouTube speculation videos. And really <laughs> all it is, is somebody like, yeah, I, I could definitely see, you know, 
uh, that they would turn like Snorlax into a, into a dark type Pokemon and, you know, have its legs get really long and have it be really long and tall and scary, like things like that. Yeah. Like I can see no facts, nothing at all. Yeah. That drives me crazy. And I'm sitting there like our collective will will make this happen. Sure. 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 I am excited. I like Pokemon. Even if this is not true, it's something I'll be disappointed in. I can't, if I hear one more thing, I I can't, we we won't, we'll get into this in a minute, but if I hear one more rumor video talking about how, Fanfi is going to get a split evolution from Don Fan. I just I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like okay, you know, it's we really get it. F- Everybody's reading the same rumors. Like, well, it's really funny that you say that because it the game that I binge the most, No Man's Sky, has a very similar community, but they take it. They'll go as far as to like data mine the files. So like they'll data oh, yeah. mine. They'll pull. Yeah, they'll they'll data mine and. And if if even a file is updated, like it could be dropship dot mbib forward slash, like in if it's updated, whole YouTube series will come out on the speculation of of that. And it's and I get it, like there, it's really fun to it's fun to speculate for, but it's only fun to speculate for the person speculating. Everybody else, it just plants a seed. And then, you know, they get mad at the developer when the speculation doesn't come true. And that's not fair to anyone. And I mean, really, for me, it just it just makes me like. Irrationally, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, no, I get it. It's like, yeah, absolutely. It's like the um, what do they call it? It, it? It's just like a mob mentality. It, yeah. You know, and you get in, you're like, that would be great. Why isn't that a thing? Yeah. Like the Pokemon company and, and everything notorious for that. Like, especially with these new games, they were like, oh, they're going to have this. And, oh, they're going to have that. And this is just a red herring. We're going to have all the Pokemon in the game eventually. Blah, blah, blah. Right? right. Didn't happen. Everybody was super pissed. But someone who uh, someone who got a pre-release version of the game to review Pokemon Sword and Shield leaked everything early so like we haven't even you can't even preload the dlc on your switch and it comes out on wednesday and they've leaked everything out of it no i'm saying that they haven't they're because of what happened with the first game oh right right they have just they smartened up right they haven't shown anything to anyone at all yeah i mean that's unfortunately that's the way that's that's like the nature that we yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. So but there is something kind of exciting about seeing like reading the article and seeing, you know, uh, with No Man's Sky again, like when when it first released copies, it was supposed to be released on like July. I can't remember the day 26th or something. Well, right. copies were appearing on eBay July 20th. Right. And it was without the day one patch, but people were playing the game and uploading videos and stuff and and like or like you know one guy was he paid fifteen hundred dollars for it and started uploading content and um and yeah i mean we kind of know the rest of that story it's just uh, it's just so funny it's like in my mind maybe just because i'm more invested in it like pokemon but you know it's i'm like 
with Pokemon, it's like, oh yeah, this Pokemon's in the game. And you're like, ah, and like in no man's sky was like, is it good? And everybody's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Boring. It was Not so a bad. lot to do. It was, don't get me wrong. Playing no man's sky. The first six hours of that game is really exciting. Yeah. And then at around hour six, you're like, oh, it's just this. Well, can I tell you what we did today? So they introduced yeah. crossplay to the game to No Man's Sky this week. So I could play with you. If you're on a PS4, I can play with you on my PC. Xbox crossplay is a thing now, which is a big deal. We should have actually probably added this to the notes. So crossplay I mean, is in. Um, yeah. And we have a planet with a couple, uh, probably around 100 bases of other you know people that have come and built there. Sure. And um, on that planet, we started playing hide and seek. So I will go and hide. And today it took two hours for someone to find me. And that's real, like, that's really quick. But it's brought like a new level of excitement because you, there's a whole world. Like the, the world is not, the world in that game is not small. The worlds are not small. It would take right. you, I think, um, somebody, it would take like 36 to 48 hours in real life to run around a world in that game. And I'll just go to a random spot in the world and I'll start running around. And it only takes people a couple of hours to find me because they like look for landmarks from the sky and like I'll drop little hints and stuff. But um, it's interesting how when you're given everything, like when you're when a video game gives you literally entire worlds to play with, we somehow end up getting bored. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird. You know, it's like, I know it's like, the you know. You'd think if you had a whole world to do whatever you wanted to with. It's funny. We just would sit there and do nothing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, it's the same thing. There are limitless possibilities in a lot of these games we play. And like, I still, I still find myself bored. Like I've quit, I've quit playing Ark survival evolved like 10 times because just because I got bored and it's like, I, I could do, I could have gone off in any direction and done any number of things. And I was just like, yeah, I'm done just because I played the game so much. And now I'm stoked. It's a weird because, phenomenon. Yeah, I'm yeah. stoked. There's a, there's a new uh, expansion coming out for that called Crystal Isles, which has always been cool. And it's a it's a uh, what's it called? Um, a fa- like a fan map, not a fan map, but like a not enough quote unquote official map. So, oh, that's cool. So they, they'll do that every now and again. Like Ragnarok was was uh, huge and awesome, and somebody else made it. So. Yeah, Ragnarok. Even I know what that is. The yeah. game's free now, right? Ark is free. Yeah, it's free in the the app is the the Epic Game Store. Yeah, yeah. Same GTA Five was free on there too, which was nuts. I know. It was free on Xbox. I had it downloaded, and then it stopped being on Game Pass. I think. Oh. And uh, and then I my it invalidated my download. Weird. Yeah. So on Game Pass. If it's not on Game Pass anymore, you just lose it? Yeah, I think you lose access to it. That sucks. It does suck. Did, did you have a Sega growing up? Oh, yeah, dude. What, what was it? Uh, what was that? Sega Channel. Oh, dude, yeah. Do you remember Sega Channel? I think so, yeah. Sega Channel was the uh, coax cable that came out of the back of the wall, like the one that came into that plugged into your TV from your cable provider. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that coax cable would plug. You'd split it. So one would go up to your TV and the other would go into this cartridge um, called the Sega channel. And this, the cartridge would plug into the Sega 
And every, I think it was the 28th day of the month at midnight, you got 30 new games. And the 28th day of every month, I would sneak awake and go and check all my new games. And dude, there was like a section where they would, there were cheat codes. Like they gave you cheat codes. There was a section with like strategy guides and it was all just, it was just all like Sega channel. And every 30 days you got new games. And I think it was like $45 a month or something. And my mom and dad got it for me. And oh man, amazing memories. (laughs) Every time you say Sega, I immediately go to, um, the game rocket night adventures do you remember that game no bro it was so this was one of my favorite sega games and essentially you were this this possum or mouse i i don't i don't know let's look i'm looking at uh, can you hear me typing i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah you're like a little mouse. <laughs> it's like a side scroller you're like a little mouse and like you have like a rocket on your back wow oh, you're, no you're an opossum you're okay. You're a possum knight who fights an army of robots and pigs, many of whom are plotting various mechanical, piloting various mechanical vehicles. Sparkster is armed with a sword and can project energy over a short distance and a rocket pack that allows him to fly. His name is Sparkster. <laughs> He's cute. Look at him. <laughs> Little Sparkster. Little Sparkster. Rocket, rocket Knight Adventures. Adventures. Did I you ever play game. Skitchen? Yeah, I did. Skitchen was a game that was on Sega Channel that you're like a rollerblader and you'd grab the back of cars. Yep. And it was like aggressive. Like you could pick up chains and like whip other rollerbladers and your your blades would wear out. It was like um the precursor or right around the same time like Road Rash was really popular. Yeah. And so like all these racing games, but they were all edgy. Like they were edgy racing games. Yeah, good yeah. times, man. That reminds me of a of a of a game that um, we've discussed several times on this channel so far. Um, Boss Hog and the Whale of Sadness. Uh, Boss Hog and the Whale of Sadness is a story that follows a nine year old boy named Boss Hog uh, as he uh, rules his cul de sac uh, with an iron fist on back of a wonderful uh, trike with flames on the side. Um, little did he know he would be pulled into an epic adventure, um, having to recruit his very good friend, the whale of sadness, uh, and an epic journey to stop the evil echo, the dolphin from destroying the coral reefs, boss hog and the whale of sadness. Out Listen, on. You're going to have to be the one who develops this. Cause I can't keep up. I just want to say like, yeah, I feel like if I keep plugging it, like, that, Somebody you know, will make it. That'll be, be like that's a great idea. It'll be it'll be a two D side scroller, and I'll at least yeah. get to consult. <laughs> just yeah, keep, just keep like, saying. Hey, listen, we were listening to the podcast, and we want to buy that idea from you. <laughs> let's What's let's your get selling it. price. And I'll be like, just make it. <laughs> just make it, yeah. Make it and let me do a voice. Yeah, I'll be, <laughs> yeah. I'll be the whale. <laughs> but it has to be sad. It can't be. <laughs> do a sad <laughs> whale. Mm. Mm. Dude, whales are nuts, man. 
whales are freaking crazy dude like <laughs> we all went to the coast and like went up to this whale lookout and dude i almost cried man looking at the whales i was just like man they're so there was like a kid whale and like the dad whale and they were just out there my dad was like look at them and we like he gave me his his uh binoculars and the kid whale would like the baby whale would like get air and it was so cute Man, they're they're crazy dude ah! what it's you just cute. look at life like that <laughs> anyway like you're, like you're like you were singing that and um all I could think in my head was like the free Willy song. Like you yeah. said, I'm talking about the kid wheel and I'm just like, hum. But that's a killer wheel, man. Other, like big, big whales. Big whales. Like, I don't know what they call gray whales or something. Somebody. It will rename nameless. AKA my wife photoshopped me under a, the free willy whale. Have you ever seen that picture? No, please. Can I see it? Oh, I'll have to find it. But it's pretty it's pretty incredible like I wonder if it's her. <laughs> so, I'm going to post it in the Zencaster and you got to click on it. I don't know. I don't even know how how we got to where we're at. Um, but I feel like this is going to take either a really long time well, or just a click really on the, short Just time. click on the link in the Zencast room and then we'll move on. <laughs> stay home. The stay home thing is new, but <laughs> do you see what I'm doing under it? I do. You're ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> we, she printed it out. It's in a frame. <laughs> Can I have one, please? That's hilarious. yeah, of course. Um, so let's just let's just pull the bandaid off. Uh, yeah. So the big news this week um, is the PS Five. The PS Five. So. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I think I think I would love to hear your thoughts on the PS Five, um, but maybe let's do this. At the same time, we will say uh, if it if we are excited or if we are not excited. <laughs> so so okay. let's so I'll just go one, two, three, and then we'll say excited or not excited. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, not excited. excited. Not Did excited. you say not excited? Not even a little bit. Why? Because it looks like trash. It looks incredible. No, it doesn't. It's about time. Oh, and what looks good? The Xbox? The Xbox. It looks like a mini fridge. I love it. Here's the thing. Okay. There's an argument out there that's floating around that I tend to agree with. And I hadn't thought of it until today, right? This is the first time I'd, I'd, I'd been confronted with this argument. Okay. 
Sony, Sony may be trying to make something that looks like they, they, I feel like I worry that they spent too much time, too much resources trying to make something look cool. It's like they're overcompensating for something. It, they try to make it look really futuristic and they, you know, like they, they, they spent all this, like the controller and like, they, it's like, it almost seems like they care more about how it looks when some of maybe that energy could have been spent elsewhere. And I agree with that. I feel like Xbox is going to go, you know, I feel like if somebody at Xbox took this opportunity, they could say something like, yeah, PlayStation looks pretty futuristic we'll see we'll see on the basketball court you know like let's actually see how like good you are you know like that you know because that's really what matters right i just like how you're like i'll see you on the basketball court yeah well i'm 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 being true like i mean it like yeah put your money where your mouth is like is a design really gonna matter if it doesn't perform as well as the xbox I mean, I think it's going to be a marginal difference. There are some. You do. There are some. There are some number of difference. I mean, there are some definite differences between performance. Just because I mean, if you look at the side by side, there's going to be like, but it'll be marginal. Really, it really will be marginal. And the thing is, most people, right, don't have. I mean, maybe it's becoming more prominent now, but like most people don't have like 4K. TVs, right? Maybe maybe more people do, but like the only that's 4K thing so I have weird. is a monitor, like because I got it on sale, and that's what I use to play my video games. But it's like, other than that, it's I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. So that's the thing is like, it'll be marginal, and and there the games that you can actually play on them is a is a thing, right? Like yeah. Spider Man looks amazing. I'm well, the really, exclusives, right? Yeah. Right. It's Spider-Man looks amazing. Last of Us got a 10 out of 10 on the review. Um, I wasn't a fan of the first one, but that's a whole other thing. Well, I mean, that's like completely a preference thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But no, but you didn't, so you didn't like the design of it? No, I think it looks like a, like a, a router room. wrapped in paper. Yeah. Yeah, that's what everyone says. But I mean, that's that, like, I, it looks, I mean, it looks the, like Seto Kaiba's coat. That's my favorite one so far. That, yeah, that, I've seen all the same. I mean, like that. It's it's still. I don't know the way it like handles airflow and just the way it lights up on the inside, and I think it looks rad. The only thing I don't like about it is how massive it is. It's huge. Yep. The other thing is. You know, as a as a dad, and I, you know, I just come back to weird practical stuff like this. Like, if you set both of those next to each other, like, which which one do I think my three year old is going to push over first or try to mess with first? It's it's the, you know, it's the modern art, the PS Five. Like that's what I'm like, it, and it it just looks less sturdy. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but like yeah. it's just tall and the base isn't very wide, so like. I just it looks like it would get pushed over if that's a weird thing like but that's important to me right. and the fact that i am deeply don't get me wrong deeply inundated in the xbox world there's no way i could pull myself out with the games that i own like 
I'm an Xbox player. And which, which sucks for me because there are a lot of like JRPGs that I want to play. Like, you know, it's no secret that I am the, you know, the digital monsters catching monster, collecting monster game guy. And, you know, I couldn't play the Digimon Cyber Sleuth or Digimon Hacker's Memory games that I wanted to play until they came out on Switch last year. So it's like, I understand that there are setbacks, like, because the Xbox exclusive games never, I'm I'm never excited. Like Gears of War, I don't care, you know? And and it's those, like PS, PS just has cooler exclusives. Like when I played Destiny, I was, when I first played Destiny, I was on PS4 and I had uh, like a cool gun. I think it was uh, not, what was it called? This was like Destiny One Days because it was a, a, a PlayStation exclusive. But anyway, like I miss I miss out and that's fine. But it, I think it looks dumb. That's just me. See, I, I don't know. Like, I think when I think of Xbox and this is going to probably be completely off base. I think of Xbox. I think of the really good FPS shooters. A lot of sports games. Oh yeah. When I think of Sony, I think of yeah JRPGs. I think of Final Fantasy. I think of uh, which now Final Fantasy is going to get released on all the, on the on both platforms. So it's like see that's that is insane to me. Final Fantasy Square Enix releasing games on the Switch freaked me out. Like just that's you got to open it up. You got to open it up, brother. It's a brave new world. Crossplay is yeah. a thing. No, it's great. It's, ship it's, it's it's awesome. I think um, I don't know. Exclusives are. It's hard for me to say exclusives are dumb because their PC has so many exclusive, like you know, with just how indie development is. Like PC has more games than probably I'd say both consoles combined that right. you've never heard of and never will hear of. Exactly. But then, um, but then I wait eagerly for games like. Temtem to come over to a console that I can play. Dude, for $500 for what you'd spend on a new Xbox, you could build a PC that play any game that you've ever wanted. Not for $500. I've I guarantee it. Close. Yeah, man. There's a there's whole subreddits devoted to like uh there's oh man. Yeah, under $500 gaming builds. So, how much is a 1080ti i'm just i'm curious i won't waste too much time on this every single person right now 350 just letting you know every single person who has a child when you said for 500 bucks was just all like Meh. <laughs> like why under why what is that why is that exclusive to no, a child no no i mean listen i'm just saying like when you when you have kids, your your expendable income goes well well below. Yeah, but if you're gonna buy a five hundred dollar console, well, I know that. No, I get that. I'm not listen. I'm saying I already have the console. Right. I guess that's true. So, yeah. um, here's a five fifty nine. But yeah, I mean, I I understand what you're saying. Like, it's a. Uh, 
I, I just I, I love the I love I love it when design when when they push the boundaries of like design stuff or when they do at least do something super new and I just feel I don't know I don't I feel like the Xbox just didn't just didn't do that no I don't I don't think so either I I think the Xbox was like we're going to have a super powerful monolith of a game center with slightly different aspect ratio than before yeah you know you know but if you think about it like everybody freaked out when you know the Mac pro what was it how many years ago now came out it was just like a canister everybody's like what is this and they're like you asked for something new and we gave you this really quite powerful thing and now most laptops are better than that thing so yeah that's true apple's the king of statement designs like they'll like they have those 700 dollar wheels they have a nine a thousand dollar monitor stand they wow. just they do these crazy things that people you know uh it's like a they're just statement things like they're just to make a statement i don't know right. there's there's plenty of youtube videos explaining why they do that and it makes sense right um luxury just, yeah yeah i try to keep it cheap personally for sure no absolutely i get that so yeah so final verdict on the ps5 bryce is extremely excited about it i am <laughs> mainly on the whole underwhelmed. I do think the new controllers look cool. I think that it reminds me a lot of the portal gun from portal. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, looks good. Yeah. Um, going back to Pokemon. Cause you know, I'll always drag us back there kicking and screaming. The, uh, fine. <laughs> the expansions fine. are coming out this week. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. And I'm really excited. So Pokemon, the first uh, expansion, the um, Isle of Armor comes out. There's going to be a bunch of new stuff, like 100 extra new Pokemon, new clothing items, new card designs, no f- new features like the Cramomatic, which is uh, just weird. All this different stuff. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited mainly because I'm ready to. I'm ready to like Sword and Shield again. Not not that I don't like it. I've been playing it. I'm ready to. I'm ready to do something different because I've restarted Sword now probably three times. Just did a playthrough. So. Um, I texted you the other day because yep. somebody in my Twitch chat said that Pokemon don't run away now. Yeah. When was the like that shocked me? They don't run away. So like if you throw a pokeball at it, it used to be if you didn't catch it, you could lose it. Yeah. Well, no. So let's be clear. So running away was a feature in places like the Safari Zone um in Red and Blue and other games where you wouldn't battle a pokemon to wear it down. And it would run away if you, you know, threw the wrong combination of items or if it was just being finicky. Now, the other place that we saw that was in uh, like roaming legendaries like Reiku, Entei, and Suicune. In, um, I think it was uh, gold, heart gold, soul silver. But there were also roaming legendaries in 
gold, silver, crystal. Um, and then those would run away. And then the Pokemon Abra or a Pokemon that has the, yeah. um, the teleport would run away. But that's that's really it. And and, and if there was well, the safari oh, zones were big zones, like that was right. a big part of red and blue. Right. And that's like the only place you could get Kangaskhan back then. I, or tor- but or that was such a like that mechanic, I feel like was so was so something I remember so much. It's still a part like, of the game. Like there are there are Pokemon that have the ability to run away. Like and they and they just run from you. Like if you don't if you don't have a Pokemon that has like magnet pull for steel Pokemon or uh, Doug Trio has a has an ability called Arena Trap where Pokemon can't run, or you can get off a move like uh mean look so interesting they can still run away They're, that's still an element of the game don't don't uh they haven't taken yeah, somebody was like it's too easy now like all you need is just a bunch of pokeballs and you never have to worry about like just throwing off until they you know and they they really made it seem like it wasn't about catching pokemon anymore which i guess See, that's the thing. So here, here's the deal, right? So there, so Pokemon's playing this line. Now, the capture rates, I don't know if they're necessarily different. I just think that some of the capture rates for some of the lower level Pokemon are a little bit easier. Like, So here's the thing. When you start the game, you for the first couple of routes and the first part of the wild area, all the Pokemon you're encountering are low, low level. So their capture rates are a little bit, a little bit better with just a Pokeball, right? Right. But like in max raid battles, for example capture rates on pokeballs mean everything like so you have to use a specific poke like if i like here's a great example if i was going after if for whatever reason i i rolled a shiny uh a shiny den or, or jumped in on a shiny raid with someone and i'm like oh man i need to catch this pokemon it, you know it's a shiny pokemon it's not, it's not these don't come around every day I would use like a master ball or something like that. Right. Traditionally, yeah. if I knew I wanted to capture it. Yeah. Guaranteed thing. Right. So people are like trading Pokemon for master balls and like all this stuff now in like some of the subreddits and, and some of the discord groups. But so master balls are like the key, but then there are other balls like, like a raid den is technically a cave. So if you use a dusk ball, it has a higher chance or okay. if it's a, bug or a water Pokemon to use a net ball, you have a higher chance. So it's like stuff like that. But yeah. but it's not just throwing Pokemon Pokeballs. It's funny because I actually feel like if you lived in a world where you caught Pokemon and you had all these specialized balls to use, it actually feels like I need to invest in a wide range of things as a Pokemon trainer to be able to really catch stuff because it's not easy. If that makes sense. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the biggest thing that like I really want to jump into it and try it, you know, because I feel like I'm with an expert and like I I like that. I feel like I can ask questions, you know, ask you questions. And there's people in Twitch and stuff that have been giving. But like everyone who's everyone I've talked to about it is just like, eh, I play it once or twice every now and then when I get when I get bored. And I'm just like, what happened? You know, because it used to be such, and we talked about this a little bit, it used to be such an integral part of like everyone's gaming collection. <laughs> like that was, it was like, um, you know, the it was like the, uh, how Honda has Toyota. It was like, you know, Zelda and Pokemon. 
Final Fantasy. You know, it was like such right. a such a member of the gaming. Just like what every everyone had a copy of it. Now it just seems so deflated. It's weird. Yeah. It just you know goes through seasons. Plus, you know, we're thirty three years old. Like, I yeah. mean, it, it's I mean, respectively. So it's like there are things that catch our attention. Like, just like there's stuff about Pokemon that I love, and there's stuff about Pokemon. It's like I'll never touch that. You know, stupid things yeah. like making my own trainer card in the game. Like, I barely do that you know right um but i also love that you can like super customize yourself now and do all this do all these different things so i you know i'm i'm down with i'm down with that so, down with the clown i'm down with the clown for sure yeah um so what you been binging yeah Budro? uh well i watched that thing you do three times uh starring tom <laughs> really? Hanks, which if you've never seen it is the incredible thing about that thing you do is that you could like people who know nothing about like m- music equipment can watch it and go, wow, this is like a really good, like wholesome movie. But, you know, like I worked at a guitar shop for a really long time. I like to think that I know I was surrounded for a long time, still even now, surrounded myself with people who are really, you know, I know name, you know, like you know there's fender and like gibson but then there's dan electro and rickenbacker and like they used all the period like time period appropriate instruments in that movie like the the drummer he plays on like a a ludwig from the from the time um uh you know like i said rickenbacker dan electro like a lot of those fender basement cabs like a lot of the a lot of the stuff from the 60s that were just everyone had them beatles you know like that's all in that that's all in the movie and it's they didn't need to do that is so cool i'm also a huge tom hanks fan i just love anything that tom hanks does tom hanks's sons in that movie rita's wife's in the movie she's the cocktail waitress and it's just just a great movie Watched it three times. How about you? Uh, well, <laughs> that segue. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I love that movie. I actually didn't know what that movie was. Some so famously, kind of like in you know everyone who knows my wife's family, uh, that thing you do is it's like their well, they're one of their favorite movies. It's like the movie that brought us all together. Yeah, man. You know, rightfully uh, so. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> it is it is good it is good um yeah so so i i've seen it i've seen it a few times and i, I it's good I'm, I'm it's so funny when you because i never watched that movie and then i watched it and i really liked it and yeah. just to hear somebody else like who'd never seen it before watch it and really like it is is gratifying oh i've seen just, oh i'd seen it i'd seen oh, it yeah. a bunch of times but i hadn't seen it in years so it felt new right yeah i feel like that i feel like every time i watch that movie high fidelity it's the same. Like High Fidelity is probably my fa- one of my favorite movies. I've never my, seen my it. favorite movie is the the actual Ninja Turtles, the first oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles movie. Just be, for so many reasons, and we could talk about that forever. But uh, I love, I like that thing you do, and I like, um, yeah. I need it's, to, it's uh, I need to to um, 
I need to watch Ninja Turtles again. All I remember is them like running around in the like sewers and then like running, like finding like there's like a library mansion thing down there. Yeah, you're you're yeah. you're about right on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like go Weird, down but. and underground. There's like a butler and his name's like Willie. And uh, this rat comes in. And he's like, "What's up? My name's Maurice." And and just fight, you know, Pokemon. Is this the, accurate? Uh, the Maurice, the the cut guy, the guy oh. with the cuts, Cutter. It's his Cutter. name, Master the guy Cutter. With the cuts. Just comes in. He just slices everything up. He's like, "I'm the Cutter. I came here to annihilate you." And like I used to. I used to work in produce. I used to work in produce. Cutting produce. <laughs> now I'm here. I could, I, could ju- I could Julianne an onion faster than you could say you have a troubled past. Faster than you could say. There were some, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so binge I've been watching. binge watching. I've been binge watching. Um, I just watched uh, all of the first part of this first season of Pokemon, the anime um, on Netflix. So I guess Pokemon and Netflix have teamed up now. So they have uh, all po- of Pokemon journeys on there. It's like the the new with correspondent, the sword and shield. It's like the sword and shield um, thing, That's but pretty it's like, big. it's big. It's, it's cool because like Ash, it's different. So like Ash before, I feel like he's like, oh, I'm going to start completely over and uh, I'm going to just go catch Like for some reason, Pikachu gets weak every single time, but it's, this isn't the case. Like it's, it's almost feels like a continuation of the story because like he's done all this stuff and he's actually, so he became the actual like Pokemon champion of the Alola region, like finally won a Pokemon league. So like now he's like trying to figure out what he's going to do next. So he enters like this global Pokemon tournament, but it's not like, like he doesn't catch like BS Pokemon anymore. Like he caught like a Dragonite and a Gengar. And uh, so, yeah, so he's got like, these really like, you're just like, man, like, all right, Ash, you're a like it, like he speaks to like, I'm an experienced Pokemon trainer. He's not like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. He's like, now I'm an experienced Pokemon trainer. Yeah. So, cause he travels around with this guy, go, um, G O H go. And, uh, and, and goes a new Pokemon trainer. So he just catches everything. Like he just wants to collect all the Pokemon. So it's fun. It's really cool. I, I like it. It, it. And it's, it's like kind of like the, the whole, the whole Pokemon world. So like right. they, the whole series, they travel to different regions, like all like Johto, Kanto, Hoenn, you know, Alola, Kalos, like they just go around. So it's just, it's interesting. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I'll check it out. So that's, so that's fun. And then, um, yeah, so that's exclusive to Netflix, Pokemon Journeys. And also I've been watching Upgrade, which is um, it's a, a show that was done by the same guy who did The Office. Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime exclusively, but it's cool. It's like a, basically you just get downloaded into a simulated world when you die. Your brain Whoa. gets downloaded into a simulated world. So it's like this guy who kind of died when he was young and he starts to like have a connection with, they call him their angel, but it's basically your, your personal customer service account manager rep who like, Hey, makes your life better in this digital world. So he's like, starts to have 
feelings for her. It's it's interesting. It's really interesting. It's the, the whole thing is a, is a, a very very interesting social commentary. And plus, there's like a little 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 craziness in there too. So that's fun. I'm yeah. not done with it, but I liked I liked what I've seen so far. Um, I mean, that's some like uh, yeah, the whole- Black Mirror stuff. Yeah, Black Mirror, Ready Player One stuff. Yep, exactly. Only like that's your cool. actual consciousness gets downloaded right away. So yeah. it's interesting. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been. That's what I've been binging. I've actually, you know, I've gone back. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, audible.com Uh, sponsor us. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> so I've been listening. I will listen back through to Max Brooks's um, World War Z, which is like a. So he wrote the Zombie Survival Guide, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, yeah. But he also wrote a. He also wrote a, a fictional account basically think about like the world going into like a worldwide zombie apocalypse for 10 years. And then after the apocalypse, he and and humans retake the earth back from the dead, you know, for for the most part. And then a guy goes around and and interviews survivors on different parts of their story and then strings it together to make like interesting a global cat. So the New York times called it the best literary scare since the war of the world's broadcast where people like, actually like yeah 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 so but but it's really it might be my favorite book it's so so good and they have so many good voice actors on there like calpen um uh i forget what his name is now uh who else there's a ton of really great voice actors on there like voices you recognize immediately uh hero from from heroes the guy who played hero and in that show heroes is on there um, but anyway, but great voice talent, super cool. They, I know they made like a video or not video. They, they made a video. They made a, a movie of world war Z, but it's, it's not like totally right on, but I think it's yeah. really, but it's good. It's good. It's the actual world war Z book is amazing. So I definitely would recommend man. Recommend imagine, that. imagine going to a movie that scared you to that point where you thought it was real. Is that what you're referring to when you said like war, war the war or, uh, um, that's what they're saying. Like they called it the yeah. best literary scare since the war of the world's broadcast, which is crazy. Yeah. Like the war of the world's broadcast is nuts. Like people like, like they're saying like people will read this and blah, 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 blah like, like right. do something crazy. Like, no, I mean, it, it's, it's that can, when you when you listen to it, you're like, man, that is exactly like it, you're almost like transported in a way that you're like, this dude somehow found a rift and came yeah. over and told his story from the timeline where the zombie apocalypse happens. And you're just like, yeah. so glad that you're not on the, <laughs> not on the timeline. Um, See, man, that stuff gives me nightmares, like real nightmares. Like oh, I dude, can't, I, straight up when I was, when I was like super into zombie lore, like where I used to read like the zombie survival guide and world war Z more frequently, like, like it was not uncommon for people who get, get into that and like watch those movies to like keep a machete under their bed, you know, like, yeah, yeah for sure. So like, but I would, but if there would be something like weird outside, like a weird sound, I, I wouldn't be able to sleep and be like, yeah, Man, they're coming. They're, Cause it seems so like, like it's the thing that scares us the most, like literally like death coming for you like an enemy with no fear. Like that's just like, ugh. yeah. And the I way don't. you go out is via like being eaten. Like, yeah. 
things biting you all over to the point of death. Like what a horrific, like, yeah, it's and and what's, what's insane is for some reason with the zombie stuff, you know, they're like ants that have like a zombie, you know, you, I'm sure, you know, like they get that like bacteria or whatever that turns them into. Yeah. Like the, the, it's, 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 um, it's one of those things and I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's one of those things that, that isn't too hard to make up a, a, um, a story that, that is convincing as you know, to how that actually could happen. Right. Exactly. And like, that's what, that's just like a layer of fear. That's, that's just horrifying. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so got super into that and had to chill it out, but I still, I, I go back and listen through, um, there are also a number of really great star Wars books that have come out recently, like, um, master and apprentice, which is a story of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, just kind of when they're, you know, before the, the events of episode one happened, which is really good. So, Right. Yeah. So almost um, just to kind of pull it, pull it around and, you know, get back on some sort of track here with our notes. Uh, So, I mean, while zombies are scary, um, obviously we've had had to deal with some darkest timeline garbage uh, lately, especially in the, in the news and in the media. And um, I, I think that, I think that the best, thing that we can really do, uh, is, is just, um, is just say this, uh, we are dealing with systemic and systematic racism in um, in our country and a lot of our friends and a lot of our family are hurting right now, uh, in a way that is, that is boiling over into, you know, violence and, uh, you know, uh, basically just the, the, the dam has, has broken, um, uh, just in, in, I mean, everywhere. So, uh, you don't need me or you don't need Bryce to 33 year old white guys to go in to tell you like why this is important, but like, I'll just say it anyway, it's important and it's not something that you can just kind of wait to pass. And it's not something that is just going to fade off into the distance. Like the world is literally on fire right now. And, you know, our, our fellow humans are not getting the respect based on the color of their skin or their, or their background. Like, and, and those people who are marginalized deserve better from you know, a country that is founded on liberty and a country that is founded on justice. So that's all I'll say. Um, you know, I, I would highly encourage you to donate to the bail project. Um, uh, I would highly encourage you. I know the NAACP has set up, um, some funds, uh, as well. You know, I think that uh, you should definitely support uh, black owned businesses in your area. It's really easy. If you just Google, you know, black owned businesses, um, in your, in your town, uh, maybe not if you're living in a smaller town, but you know, close to you or in, in your metropolitan area, I'm sure you'll find a, a list of really excellent places. Um, yeah, yeah you know, let's, let's, let's be better. 
you know, I have a, I have a commitment as a, as a father of a three-year-old white boy to raise him to not be a tremendous jerk. So that's, uh, that's what I'm working on now. And, um, you know, trying to be an, an ally and, uh, just steer the ship in another direction help to right yeah like i I feel bad because i can't really contribute anything to that you know you kind of hit all the nails on the head um there's really nothing i i fully obviously fully agree 100 percent um i will say i it's been an absolute amazing thing seeing so many um different organizations and people from every direction every spot in life um one thing I was really touched by is uh, there's a website called itch.io. The, uh, the whole link is itch.io forward slash B forward slash 520 forward slash bundle for racial injustice and equality with dashes in between. It's a long link. I'm sure you can Google it. Um, but they've raised $6,346,390.24 from 612,616 contributors. And basically, it's just a bunch of game developers that have come together and given their game away. Uh, you can get you, you, the list has grown to there are one thousand six hundred and fifty nine games. You can get them all for five dollars. Uh, it comes out to under it's like point zero zero six cents per game. But they've they're splitting that money up for the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. In the community bail project, it's split 50 50. Um, and that's just like, you know, the, the, the amount of money and all of that doesn't, it, that's not really what, obviously, like that's good, that's touching and stuff, but just the fact that, um, uh, 1,323 indie game developers came together to create this movement is, it's just really cool. And, you know, like that is, it's just, it's every, kind of wrapping it all up it's 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 written it's been humbling and nice seeing all of these organizations come together for something that really matters it's a really big deal it's this will go down in history rightfully so it should have happened it should have gone down in history a long time ago she should have never had to get to this point that's all i'll say about that and that's all we'll say about that yeah thanks everyone this is the way to tired podcast we love you be kind to one another be kind to one another and treat each other right. <laughs>